Check one, two. Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, November 18th, 2021. On today's episode, we got a a big old custody of the week. And uh, oh, shit. I'm going to start the show with my hip-hop freestyle intro. Because Big Drew, you know, he's on the beat. And when he's on the street, he's got two feet and a heartbeat. When he's out there slanging crack rock till the end of the night. Hi, <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, November 18th, 2021. How are you? I hope you are doing uh, very well. It's Thursday. Let's uh, start off the show with a little bit of a How was my motherfucking week? Ah, That's a little bit nicer. Oh, hi. How was my motherfucking week? Uh, It was uh, pretty good. I hope you're having a good week. You know, plugging along. We're almost here. It's uh, it's Thursday. You're almost at the weekend. And uh, Christmas is coming up, you know, so uh, you got to start getting ready for that. I've been thinking about what I'm going to get for my lovely girlfriend and, uh, you know, and uh, my family and, uh, you know, a couple of my buddies. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. Just plugging away, man. We're in week 10 of week 14 of the NFL of my program. So I'm almost done my third out of four semesters. Man, this fucking shit's flying by fast, this radio broadcasting program. Uh, you know, I'm almost done. Week 11, we only have a couple more assignments left. I got to do a, do a radio sketch show, which is actually going very well. Um, we're producing a couple funny sketches. We got a, uh, we got a, uh, a couple funny parody commercials that are going to be in there. So I'll throw that up on the Patreon for the motherfucking Patreons. Uh, once that's done, if you guys want to listen to that. So, uh, in addition to working on my homework, there is a thing at the supermarket in Kensington market in Toronto, which is a live music venue, which I actually used to work at as a sound guy for a couple years. I got to talk to Byron. He was there last night. I should have. Should have hit him up and get back on the schedule, but uh, yeah, I was uh, I was a sound guy there. But my buddy uh, Jackson does a big he, he calls it the big fam jam. So it's essentially an open stage jam with all the best like young humbery sort of musicians that aren't doing jazz but are are like playing funk or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, so he does this big open stage and they go up and this guy can fucking wail on the bass and he's like a crazy good like singer like like crazy falsetto singing. Uh, so yeah, I went there and, and I was kind of nervous. I brought my Strat, but I left it in the car because, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't go to school for music. You know, all these guys went, they got two and four year, you know, degrees in music and they've dedicated their, you know, most of their lives. Like I was always in a rock band. Like I was just a rock band guy. I only ever like learned pentatonics. And when I was a guitar instructor, like obviously I'm fairly competent with music theory and all that crap, but to be a, a guitar player in a band with horns and 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 a keyboard and everything it is a way different job than being in like a, a four or five piece just rock band with like either a three to five piece rock band um with two guitars or a three piece power trio or even a five piece with a keyboard in it you know that shit is fucking 
it's you're actually playing an instrument now. You have to think about like the the sonic context of where the guitar sits, and it's not just about fucking playing a riff or about playing the power chords or playing the open chords or the bar chords or or coming up with like a solo or whatever. But it's actually about finding that pocket, the not only the the sonic uh, pocket, you know, which 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 frequency spectrum are we gonna sit at? Are we gonna sit, you know, a little bit lower, like down here? Or are we going to play up here? Right? Like, this is the same. Like, this is an F. But this is also F. Right? So which one sounds better? Like, if you're playing a funk, you want to be like... Right? Like, I fuck... <laughs> so I was pretty nervous to fucking get in with these guys because I'm watching these guitar players... Just fucking play all these weird like subdominant chords and all this crazy shit with substitutions and fucking ninth chords and sus two chords and all this shit that they're walking up and voice leading and throwing in substitutions and inversions and all this crazy shit that rock guitar players don't have to fucking do, man. I don't have to play a fucking like a weird like I gotta play chords like that. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have to fucking play those weird ass chords as like a shreddy sort of metal guy. Like you got to know the scales. Like, you know, there's pretty much like, you know, your minor pentatonic and your natural minor. And then you can kind of throw in like a fucking Phrygian, you know, like a, and like get a super medley sort of sound. But that's pretty much it, man. Those flat twos. I'm sorry if nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Totally stoning everyone out on the music theory fucking shit. But so I, I finally work up the balls to get my guitar out of my car because it's like an open jam, right? And it just kind of flows and it's just a jam, right? So whatever. And then I was like, man, I got my guitar here. I Even if it's like, especially with the keyboard and the horns and everything like that, like if the guitar is fucking up or just playing like a, like a little sort of like... Like, you could kind of just get away with, like, van like vamping on some fucking chord, like, there. So, I was like, fuck it. And I got up there, and then I was, like, kind of, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. I asked the guy, the who because you tap him on the shoulder. And then I'm like, yo, like, can I play? He's like, yeah, sure. Do you got your own guitar? And I was like, yeah, like, fuck you. I brought my own Strat, man. Fuck you. I got an American fucking standard. Like, this is a good, good Strat. <laughs> and uh, so, so I'm like, yeah. And then I'm, like, about to plug in. I'm like, yo, so what's going on here? And he kind of looked at me. He's like, you don't know? Like, you can't tell just by looking at the, at, like, listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, I got good ears and shit like that. And I could have picked it up. But I'm like, yo, just give me a couple of chords. So he's like, E minor, uh, G sus 2 over C, and then B7. And I swear to God, the last chord wasn't a B7. Because I fucking hit that B7 right at the end. And I didn't, and I, it didn't sound right. And I was like, okay, fuck. So I know what the E minor and then the G sus 2 so then I was like, I didn't know what to do for the B. So then I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to like come up with like some kind of like, like I was like, just do what you do, man. I'm like, I don't know how to play these fucking weird chords. So come up with like some cool guitar fucking, you know, riff. Cause that's what you do, man. You're, you're a rock guy and you got riffs. So just come up with a riff. So I kind of came up with this like. Or it was like a. And it was kind of like, it was way different than the rest of the groove, but it fell in the pocket real nice. And then the keyboard player looked up and he was like, hey, and I was like, okay, nice. I'm fucking good to go. So yeah, I fucking, I felt good. I was like, oh, I'm actually, cause I have such huge imposter syndrome with my, with being a musician. 
because I don't necessarily have like a formal, formal education. I did take music education classes in university and like music theory classes, but I never like I didn't finish with like, a you know, an undergrad in, in music theory or whatever. So uh, although I have had a bit of formal education, it's not anything that's been solidified. Like these guys all got four year fucking diplomas. They did this for four years straight just grinding man like those music like I was I thought about going into a guitar program out of high school but I looked at the entrance exam and I'm like I'm like just knowing how to do this entrance exam is you should you're a good enough guitar player <laughs> I was like already if I could learn how to do this entrance exam because I can't read music very well like at all really like reading music to me is just like if you were to read English like one letter at a time and then like have to like then go back and then be like, okay, and then write out that and then be like, oh, it says, you know, chair, <laughs> you know, I'd have to be like, C, okay, H, okay, what is C, H, cha, cha, but some people could just look at the word and be like, chair, bro, and it's like, I got it, I'm like reading at a fucking, but that's the other cool thing about music, though, is it as a universal language, man, there's only 12 notes, really, that you can fuck around with, so you're always, and especially on guitar, you're always one fret away from the right note. <laughs> that's, that's something I heard a long time ago. Hey, you play the wrong note, you're always one fret away from the right note, man. You go one up or one back, and you're probably fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like, it was like super duper fun uh, just to jam again, man. Get out and explore that, uh, explore just, uh, you know, other artistic, uh, fulfillment other than doing stand-up comedy every fucking day of my life you know which i've done which i have to do tonight we got two shows tonight if you're listening to this right now in toronto whatever fuck nobody is but whatever uh we're at <laughs> junction craft brewing at eight o'clock and then i'm at the corner comedy club at 10 so there you go uh okay mm, should we do ads let's do let's do one more segment and then we'll move on let's start with uh what was i gonna do here we got uh let's start with big news with drew time for big news with drew okay big news with drew buddy the fucking purge is starting the end (laughs) the collapse of civilization has begun i don't know man i feel like litton bc i've said this before in this podcast but litton bc is the first town in canada that we lost directly due to the climate apocalypse and look at this shit now huge forest fires a month ago absolutely devastating the fucking tree population and all those trees those roots they hold the soil down right so all those trees perform a fucking like um what uh, agriculture not agricultural but like erosion and shit like they there's they they're there and they for a fucking reason and all the but then you burn all those trees down and now the land gets all fucked up and it's all slippery and loose and then boom you get this massive rainfall and i and it's because there's fucking this warm spot in the in the pacific ocean and then directly above this warm spot that's like a, a, like if you were to go like uh west of california like towards hawaii and then japan and shit like that it's like this warming spot but then right when you go uh west of of northern bc it starts there's like this cold pocket so in between there is this like force of air in between like northern bc and then california where the cold and the hot fucking the hot uh like sea air that's like abnormally hot and then the cold so it's pushing this like this that's where weather comes from like when hot and cold fronts uh uh, you know uh combine 
So it's like pushing all this crap literally right into that Vancouver fucking peninsula and all this rain coupled with the forest fires that happen, all the fucking fires from all the fucking shit being too hot and snap burning out of control. Now you get all those mudslides coming down, right? So it's like a fucking, it's a in, it's like a never ending shit cycle. That's never, ever going to stop because one catastrophe isn't an isolated incident. You know, one catastrophe leads to another catastrophe, which leads to where they are now. So this from the CBC, BC residents urge not to panic buy as bare shelves fuel fu- food security angst. And that's why I'm saying, man, everyone is out for themselves, bro. This fucking capitalist society has robbed us of our fucking humanity and we've only been you know, uh, we've only been given the ability to, to think of ourselves as wage laborers and, 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 and that the only ability that we have in this society is to exchange our fucking wage or exchange our labor for wage. And, uh, and it gets people fucking in a, in a, in losing the sense of community, man. And saying, well, I'm, I got to fucking work or I'm going to die. And I'm out here for myself and my family. So when shit like this pops off, bro, I'm looking at a picture right now of this shelf and it's all that's left is like mustard and shit and fucking milk to goes. And people are freaking out, bro. I'm saying like this is this when the switch happens, especially with people been on edge for two years because of this fucking pandemic. And you can see how how incompetent the actual fucking government is and how, you know, uh, how easily like shits on a fucking pin. Right. So that's why people are more likely to panic now. So provincial leaders are urging British Columbians not to hoard food and groceries as disruptions to BC's farm industry and supply chains from historic rain and flooding fuels angst amid consumers. Man, and that's the thing is that you're like, it's, it's, you're scared and you don't know. And we're so dependent on the fucking, we're so reliant. We're landless. We're the landless poor, man. We have no access to fucking grow our own food. We have no ability to fucking, to, 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 to survive for ourselves. We're completely dependent on the market and this and the corporate supply chains that have, that are existing right now for our survival. And when those become, uh, threatened, then people get fucking scared because they don't know what to do. It's like, and so they're like gonna panic buy and fucking buy clean out the, the clean out the supermarket because I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how to get food. I don't know how to grow food. Where am I gonna get food from? Right? Like this is I need it. I'm so dependent on the fucking teeth of the market for literally every aspect of our life, and that's why all this shit starts panic buying and all this shit. So you know. Not to mention all these fucking cow and chicken farms and all this crap are underwater and, and they can't get to them and all this shit. And this is just the beginning, man. Like, this is already, like, the climate apocalypse, like, this has already started, man. Like, we're already started. And the fact that, like, there's, uh, that that it's not, like, how much destruction is necessary? Like, how 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 much needs to fucking burn before there's an actual, you know, effort to make a change here. It's fucking crazy. Like only until the last river has been poisoned and the last tree has been chopped down. You know, I really truly think we're at that point right now, because if this, the like, you know, if this isn't enough and look at buddy, look at Sandy hook in America, bro. If Sandy hook isn't enough to change fucking gun control, then when the fuck, like how many, you know, how many cities got to burn or flood due to climate change before they start fucking, you know, turning off the coal plants and subsidizing the electric vehicles and, and, and investing in solar panel and wind power and nuclear energy, you know, like when the fuck, how many, and the coastal cities with the most populations are going to die first, man. I think they know that and they're counting on that because then it's like a big removal of like, 
you know, a lot of the, uh, it's like who, if everyone dies, then they can buy up the rest of the fucking land in the air and the sea and then sell it right back to the survivors. Cause they're going to have no choice. Cause everything is for fucking sale right now. <laughs> Look at how bummer I am. I always start talking about capitalism, but it's true. It's the, it's the, it's the fucking guiding force. It's the, it's the way that our society is organized. So it's like, fuck man. And unless we take that into account, then nothing's ever going to change. Right? So I just feel bad, man, because there's they got the supply chain like the, but people are freaked out and that's what happens, man. And 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 it's coming to you soon, bro. You don't think <laughs> you learn how to fucking grow an onion, buddy. Learn how to fucking grow an onion cuz it's coming here soon. I don't know where you live, but it's coming soon. <laughs> Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Would you like access to bonus content like interview episodes, uh, every set that I've ever done uh, from my cell phone recording as, as a stand-up comedian, and a personal shout-out on every podcast? Then you could be like these fine folks. Anthony, Blair, Kunal, Joel, Nick, and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Bryce, Taryn, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, call that an Andre Say the Name. What up? Hi, Mink. Also, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew. That's D-R-E-W for 10% off your order at checkout. It's motherfucking weed. We're talking THC, dope, CBD, edibles, extracts, uh, motherfucking J-trays, busters, papers, little metal pokey sticks for doing your weed extracts. You know those little metal pokies? They fucking got those. Also, if you're like, I don't want to buy weed up there tonight. I'm scared. I don't want to be. I don't, I'm going to be put on a list of what? Fucking cool people that buy drugs off the internet? <laughs> well, King Tut's Cannabis will alleviate your worries by giving you an extra 15% off if it's your first order. You can stack my promo code on top of that and get 25% off your first order. And my promo code is an unlimited promo code. I negotiated motherfucking a dime bag off that dime bag every motherfucking time. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew. Okay, uh, moving on. Let's do the final segment of Custody of the Week. Oh. Shit. Custy of the week. Okay, so for today's, today's custody of the week, we have a New Zealand city is taking its official wizard off the payroll after over two decades. Now, this fucking guy, the Wizard of New Zealand, also known as Brackenberry Channel, as Ian Brackenberry Channel, cast a spell. Okay, Christchurch, New Zealand is parting ways with its official city wizard after more than two decades, which honestly, good for this guy, man. This guy had a hell of a fucking run, 20 years running this con on them. Uh, is, uh, he has a, it's on his official passport too, the Wizard of New Zealand. He's been on Christchurch's city council's payroll since 1998, receiving an annual salary of $16,000 to provide acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services. <laughs> Which is like, buddy, you gotta fucking love that because they ran with this Lord of the Rings thing. They just ran with that, man. And this fucking guy is a genius. All he had was a hat and a beard, and he got himself a stick, and he went up there, and he made himself a case. And this is what I like, man. I like people that see a niche in the market, and, uh, you know, they see an, they see a hole in the market that they can fill. And this guy thought, you know what? Fuck this. So, uh, you know, 
He's now, the decision was a difficult one, according to whoever from Christchurch. Uh, <laughs> it's and their promotional landscape is changing to increasingly reflect our diverse communities and showcase a vibrant, diverse, modern city that is attractive to residents, domestic and international visitors, new businesses, and skilled migrant workers. Which sounds to me like they're like... <laughs> Having a fucking white guy with a fucking stick and a beard is not really doing it. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. Uh, okay. And what does he say? Let's see what the wizard has to say. He's he's pissed. Okay, the wizard. <laughs> he's understandably pissed. These, he calls them a bunch of bureaucrats who have no imagination, not thinking of ways to promote Christchurch overseas. And then you know what he says? It makes no difference. I'll steep go. I'll keep going. They will have to kill me to stop me. <laughs> What's that fucking Harry Potter fucking curse? Harry Potter kill curse? What the fuck is that? Oh yeah, Ava uh, Avadra Kedavra or whatever the fuck. He's like, you're gonna have to hit me with a Aveda Kedavra. <laughs> if you want to stop me I love that man Good for him uh, Yeah so this guy I'm not calling him Custy Actually yeah no he's not Custy It's the city of uh, Christchurch That's Custy as fuck For even fucking getting ju For getting uh, uh, Juked by this guy Initially man he, He's been running game on you guys man You guys are Custy as fuck and you're custody for not, like, at this point, after 20 years, you got to be like, okay, hey, you got us. You're on for life now, buddy. Like, you're on. 20 years, man, he's been running this. I wonder what kind of acts of wizardry he's done. Does it say? Oh, I give children happy dreams, general good health, and I want to make bureaucrats become more human. Hmm. Good for him. What a fucking crazy guy. Uh, okay, that's the show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will uh, check back in on Monday. Make sure uh, you uh, check out... Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm in St. Catharines this weekend on Saturday. And... Yeah. Ottawa next weekend, 26th, 27th. Ottawa Laugh Lounge. Headlining. So, yeah. There you go. That's the fucking show. There you go. That's the fucking show. 